Welcome to NFL Mayo. I'm Luke. I'm Aiden. And like now it's after I'm a Aiden. barren <laughs> after a barren offseason, dude. It's like we just had we just had a we just had a crop, a big crop of NFL games, and then tomorrow is Thursday, and there's another. We're on week two. It's happening. It's for real. You can't even handle. There's nothing as fast and furious. This is like the NFL season is WarioWare. And <laughs> <laughs> once football hits. It just keeps hitting. The hits don't stop coming. They're like, three, two, one, play it. And you're like, right. before you can even Plug figure it. out what's going on, you're on the next minigame. You're on the next Tip game. It. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to run through last week's schedule. First, I will point out that Luke just absolutely clapped my fat, juicy cheeks <laughs> on these picks. Uh, yeah, so dude, I will be I made, buying to I get clapped copy of your, that. I clapped your dummy, thick-ass cheeks last week yeah. with, the, uh, with the old picks. So, the first game, Cowboys-Buccaneers, absolute bang job of a game. Um, yeah, it ended up Amari, being, like, intense. It was like, close, dude. Mm-hmm. Amari Cooper caught, like, a million and a half passes. He basically won my my fantasy football matchup against the Saltinator. Um, he was awesome. Dak was fucking awesome. And it was crazy to me that they were just running him ragged on these fucking passing plays. They're like, he mm-hmm. may have a shoulder injury that's unique to football or to baseball pitchers but we're gonna make him throw 60 times because vita vea is literally eating our entire offensive line zeke was not getting it going they wanted to change their running game to quick out passes to try to get it on the perimeter um you know tom's gonna win the game if you give him any time and i said it even at the end even though it was a fourth down and the logical thing to do is kick the field goal you have to go for it there's certain yeah. QBs you don't even you don't even give them the opportunity to have the ball again at the end, and that the Buccaneers special teams, the Buccaneers special teams phenomenal. Their punter was having like the pun of the year in the very opening game, the opening uh, act. Oh my god! Is it Bradley Pinion? Just the loudest. Is that the yeah, is that the Buccaneers kicker? I think he's the guy Hunter. that nailed that fucking game-winning field goal. Um, so, I mean, that's kind of my thoughts. It was a spectacular game. Great opening game. I would not have kicked it. I would have tried to get that first down, even though it was like a fourth and short, because, you know, it's the same old game, same old storyline. You give it mm-hmm. to Aaron. Maybe not this year's Aaron. Um, <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah, I can't foreshadowing. wait. But when you give it to guys like Tom, it's like more than likely they're going to fucking find a way. It's all about who has the football last. You want to yeah, have the much football last. There. Not you much want you to dictate there. the game. Um, so do you have any thoughts on that one or no? Uh, I mean, I ate shit being like, oh, Dak is, is so fragile and delicate. Oh, he looked great. Like he went out and fucking threw for a shitload of yards, just like he was doing at the beginning of last year. And if, yeah, if he can hold strong, um, even though they lost – uh, they lost to the Super Bowl champions. They lost to Brady. Like that was a totally barely ex- exactly. It's, that's, that's an acceptable one to take on the chin week one. These Cowboys um, could finally be for real, but Zeke has to turn up a little. You're right. He really wasn't doing shit. And, and um, again, that could be because Vita Vey was literally putting offensive linemen in the backfield, like picking them up. I'll, I'll say that Cowboys just had a big injury today. Did they not? Yes, Demarcus Lawrence, um, I believe, broken foot out for like probably six to eight weeks. They also mm-hmm. lost uh, Gallup. They're awesome, like wide Michael receiver. Gallup's three. A, a great piece to have. He's really excellent. You know, CD Lamb, 
he had he ended the game with a lot of yards. He made some key plays on their last drive, if I'm not mistaken. He had a great play where he picked up extra yards, but he had drops. He has mm. focus drops. I think he was responsible for one of the turnovers, if I'm not mistaken. It was like a dart over the middle of the field where he could have got lit up, but he kind of like olayed the football into the other guy's hands. Um, and this is all, all off memory. Move a, move along, Ben. Early Let's game move on. Week. Yeah. So the next game, Jags-Texans. Neither of us really watched it, uh, but it was definitely uh, contrary to what we thought would happen. We thought the Jags would come out swinging. They, act, they got absolutely clapped by what we thought was the worst team in the league. What oh does that say about the Jags? I would God. say they're in contention for the first pick again next year Dude. with that performance. Dude, I couldn't believe like I that's I have to eat so much shit on that one too because like I was rooting for Tyrod. I love Tyrod and everything. I didn't think I didn't think there was any fucking chance that that organization could come out and put up like a a a, a good performance let alone a victory. And you're right. It says everything about how positively dog shit the Jacksonville Jaguars are. And it, it was like Urban never loses. And Lawrence literally never loses. That was his first like regular season loss in his whole life. So, I mean, get used to it, I guess, for a little bit. Well, then bit. he started because you guys Correct. beat the D- the Weongalales last year, mm-hmm. and he was still on the team. That's true. That's true. Um, regardless, he doesn't taste defeat often, and it's gonna have to be. Um, I mean, they they have a long long road up uh, this year. So, but I think that I, I'm, I still, I'm not going to back off. Like last week I said that Lawrence was going to be so good that people were going to be saying he was like, you know, the best. And I will, I'm not going to back off that too hard. I think that even if they're cellar dwellers, I, I think that he still has, you know, what appears to be generational talent. And he could really, really turn up as the year continues. Well, once he gets comfy with the NFL speed, he certainly had moments as well. He had three touchdowns to, to pair with three picks. So, I mean, he, he got points, but that said, it was against what we thought would be the worst team in the league. And I still think talent-wise, I mean, that team has had like a fire sale. They're like getting rid of all of their good players to try to accrue picks for the future, except for the most poisonous player on their team that they cannot get rid of. Because they want six players and draft picks. For they him. want a lot. I mean, it's a whole thing. I mean, that... God help Houston. Let's move on. Chargers, Washington. I don't think either of us watched this one specifically all the way through. I do know that Ryan Fitzpatrick got his hip subluxated, which is unfortunate. Um, Fuck. And they're going to be playing on the Thursday night game tomorrow Tomorrow. night. So what does that say about them? Snoozer. You know, uh, Herbert coming out doing great. Do Rashawn Slater. God tier, the rookie left tackle from Northwestern against those vaunted pass rush from the uh, Washington football team. I think mm-hmm. that team is set up to be doing very well deep into the future. Next game after that was a game that I watched. I'm, I don't think you were watching it. I think you were on the debacle that was the Bengals Vikes, but Seahawks Colts I had up on the big screen. No, I had nothing um, from that. That one was surprising. You know, one of the few ones that you got incorrect, you picked the Colts, but dude, the Seahawks came out fucking swinging. And Didn't there's like two that. main points I have to say about this game. Maybe three. Chris Carson is a beast of a human, A. Uh, Russ was absolutely fucking cooking on some deep routes to Metcalf and Lockett. And the most notable thing to me was um, the Colts offense. Every time Carson Wentz did anything, it was with a dude draped over him. Like, he couldn't even get off a fucking screen pass without a defender, like, clobbering him. 
And that just tells me he's going to get fucking hurt sooner than later. You can't take a hit on damn near every play and like have that kind of track record of injury history and make it through the season unscathed. So yes, Colts played a good team, but Seahawks at this point, in my opinion, are just like kind of a borderline playoff team. They're, they're on the edge. They're, they're more of a wild card type in my opinion. And if the Colts are supposed to be this great ascending team to get basically manhandled by them most of the game, that doesn't bode well for them. Uh, did you watch that? Did you have any thoughts on that game? No, basically everything you said. I mean, uh, there's some there's some promise there, I guess, with the Colts. But uh, I, I I was all eyes on when it's Vikings time. I don't flip. Like when other any other game, if there's two on, I'll have two on. But usually in the Vikings, I don't flip unless a highlight comes up. I think I have like Hines in one of my. Uh, fantasy leagues I, I saw he he did all right he's always pretty consistent but i don't know i don't know shit we can move on oh nine nine he minds the running back yeah, yeah he sweet. got a he a got a too. small little extension too i like so him. next we had jets panthers uh it was the first game for zach wilson jets lost that game they also lost makai becton to injury in that game revenge uh, panthers game. came Darnold out stunted dude I know. Darnold did okay, except for this, like, ghost fumble he had when he was, like, taking the snap under center, just, like, dropped it, and the defense got it. Um, I didn't watch that whole game. I only saw highlights, so we probably won't dwell on that. Um, we don't even have to we'll, we don't we'll have see to how Darnold does for the rest of the year. We don't, we're we're yeah. but two people. We can't see everything. I want to hear you talk about – we'll get to what I thought was the best performance other than the Saints, but before that – Give me everything on the Vikes Bengals, a game that I actually watched the whole way through as well. Come um, on, Luke. Fucking talk about so, it. Uh, a million, a million penalties. Everybody is gonna show the one play, and it's it's Burrow hitting Jamar Chase on a on a long touchdown. It's a it, you know it's a it's a sweet highlight, and that's what people will take away from the game. But that wasn't how the game really was what i mean good on the Bengals and and good for joe coming back and having a good game but i don't think that's i, I don't think this is anything to get excited about if you're a if you're a Bengals fan like uh it's it i, I mean do you want to talk about carson wentz getting hit like this dude this dude um has to improvise quite a bit and without protection and you know, Jamar Ch- Jamar Chase is a sweet toy, but without protection, I still feel the same way. I, I think that they're in for a rough go of it this season. Um, the Vikings had like what, like seventeen penalties or something. Like it was, it was, it was unreal. It was insane, it was unreal. Like the 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 first Some half of the game, especially them, like three plays in a row sometimes. False starts nonstop. False starts nonstop. Uh, I mean, at some point. And I'm never the Zimmer guy. Like, I never really want to call for, like, blaming Zimmer or anything. But who does that fall on if not, like, the head coach? Like, that's a disciplined thing through and through. Like, offense and defense. Our Owen whatever, Owen, like, what, 11 high school team never would have been I mean, allowed to have awful, that many fucking We would have been obliterated. I, 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 I've, I've never... I don't recall ever seeing anything like it. They said the last like, at one point it was like the last time the Vikings have had this many fucking penalties in a game or in the first half was like against the Steelers in like 2005 or something. So like it's been a minute. It was just brutal, absolutely fucking brutal, especially for a team that has so much talent like like I've talked about. So that was hard. We were our own greatest enemy there. It's, again, hats off to the Bengals. Congrats on an overtime victory. 
Also, they they got the ball back in overtime on like a Dalvin Cook fumble, which I've I've done. I'm hearing through the grapevine that there was an angle that showed that he spilled it early, but from what I saw on TV, everything I saw, it it didn't look like a fumble. I'm not gonna blame the ref because like you know if you're in that position, the Vikings definitely deserved to lose, if not by a lot worse, but. I don't know, man. Dalvin doesn't. Dalvin's not known to cough it up, and the way it looked to me, it, it becomes one of those things where, well, since, I mean, you, the, the, explaining this to Taylor was a blast. I had not mansplaining football because Taylor can hold their own, but there's a lot of weird little finicky things when you're watching where I have to be like, no, 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 let's so check this out. So if they wouldn't have said that was a fumble, then you know it'd be a lot easier. To say, well, look at it and be like, well, no, it wasn't obviously a fumble. But since they said it was a fumble, you have to prove without a shadow of you a doubt that prove. it's not. And you can't. So it's like either way you shake it, it's, I mean, you know, what's the that's answer a great there? point. But that said, that's always like muttered by the broadcast booth. But it really just is a subjective decision coming down to the to the guy that makes the call and i don't think sure but they but they send I mean? reviews I don't even think that they weigh that that much all the they time they send reviews to new york like there are live servers right, of people in the fucking nfl headquarters and shit that are analyzing every fucking possible angle and it's the whole irrefutable evidence angle i'm not going to sit here and complain about it because sometimes it's going to favor me and i'll win a game but it's so tricky it's like it, cuz i again i don't think it was a fumble but whatever go bingles and I don't want to implode say and freak out. I can't get negative. I can't get negative and down to the dumps after week one, especially now that we have a seventeen game season. I gotta like, if 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 we still look this way halfway through the season, I mean, I'm gonna end the podcast and you're on your own. But right now, I'm trying to stay positive. It said a lot more about the uh, Vikings than it said about the Bengals. Without and a I think doubt, taking, the Bengals are still fucked. You know, you're taking a little bit away from what Joe did and the fact that Jamar caught everything, but like, dude, he had to make a lot of those plays on his own. He was still on time with his passes. He was still doing it against what you thought would be this fucking astounding defense with Daniel Hunter. I was got him like one time. Yeah. Um, They were basically doing what the bears were having to do against the Rams, which is quick hitch, get the ball out really quickly to nullify that pass rush, take the weight off your offensive line. That said, that Bengals defense dominated your offense in a lot of ways, especially yeah. at the line of scrimmage with Trey Hendrickson, who is a recent addition from the Saints. They paid and Sam Hubbard, an Ohio State guy. They paid a lot for that reworked defense. I think their de- their defense is not anything to scoff at. I think they have a pretty <laughs> solid defense right now. And they were hyped. And I thought, I mean, you made a comment about Kirk's stat line at one point, and I was like, I don't he's, know if I'd say like it was the, like God tier. It was definitely good, and it definitely didn't reflect how he was playing, in my opinion. That's what's so insane is because, like, I know, and I and I was saying that as a point to what you're saying. Like, I, I was saying that as, like, as a testament to, right. to what people always say about him. It's like, Kirk's the most accurate quarterback in football. Kirk's the fourth most, fourth, you know, he's top five in, in passing yards after week one. Up there with the GOATs. Like, it's, uh, well, with the GOAT and, you know, the other greats that are in the league. So, like, you know, we're sitting there and he's missed, like, what? Five passes. He's got over 300 yards, like, a couple touchdowns, no picks. Like, he looks great. It's an amazing stat line. But, yeah, like, we're struggling. But the fact of the matter, the fact of the matter is, if everybody was doing what they were supposed to, then you win 
games with that quarterback. And I'm not saying Kirk, I'm, this is not the Kirk's personality. This is not Kirk the person. I'm just saying it is, do you know what fuck ups you have to be to have your quarterback have that stat line and to not win a football game? That's 17 penalties. That's your defense not showing up. That's like, you know what I mean? Like, what can you, what, I mean, what, is, what else is he supposed to do? What else is he supposed to do? I understand that like quarterbacks are supposed to be the leader of the team, but I think it's an understood thing that Kirk's not that guy. He's only been the you like that guy that one time in Washington. He's uh, he's he's supposed to be a piece. I fucking hate Kirk Cousins. I hate his on-field demeanor. I hate his sideline demeanor. I don't hate Kirk um, Cousins. I am. You know, a there's a lot to be said. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dwell because there's a lot that we're gonna talk about with the Rams and Bears. But quite frankly, I was disgusted watching that performance by the Vikings. It was very unviking like. It was just how you, terrible. How do you football. think I feel? And it is what it is. It is what it is. Week I one, shake it off. Kind shake of it similar off, baby. thoughts watching Ohio. Right, watching Ohio State's defense as they got eviscerated by the Oregon offense. I had similar thoughts. It was a rough weekend for our football teams. Let me let me tell um, you, so deja we'll vu. Cardinals, both my Titans. teams. No, no, no. I just want to run this to you. Deja yeah. vu, dude. Fucking Saturday, Notre Dame goes to OT with Toledo. Tulsa. Uh, fucking and then Toledo, or if they don't yeah. go to ot it's last second field goal and then we have to go to ot with cincinnati it's like come on man but go ahead it was a weird weekend for our teams cardinals titans you picked the cards uh successfully i thought the titans would be better so a couple things were notable in this game i watched pretty much the whole thing derrick henry couldn't get a fucking thing going he was like not even a factor and that was a testament to jj y and chandler jones who had the game just the game. Before I even get into Kyler, Chandler Jones had to have had five sacks, two forced fumbles, and he was literally eating Taylor That's Luan. Correct. I think maybe yeah. even a former Pro Bowl. It was so insane. I was live texting you guys on the chat. I'm like, guys, Chandler Jones is having like a quarter of a year's like record year worth of sacks Dude, in one game. It's enough to make a and grown man cry. And after he did, sorry to keep going. And after he did like the fifth one, because remember he was just having this spat about wanting to be paid more or traded, he started doing the fucking money sign to the, as his whole sideline was like losing it, and it was like a hard palm drag. Like, give me the fucking money, like throwing it up. He was a beast. He's insane. That said, Kyler was fucking cooking on offense. He had one play where he like rolled right, rolled back left, attacked the line of scrimmage, and then did a, like a back step. And then just fucking chucked it. And then a guy got it. It was like Madden-style Madden playmaking ability. The kind of shit you'd see Russell Wilson do a lot of the time. I remember but, Russell Wilson had a play last year where he did almost the same thing and threw it up to the middle of the field. Um, Kyler cooked. I think he had a rushing and like maybe three passing touchdowns. I had him on my fantasy team too. The Cardinals look legitimately dangerous. I was right about Rondale Moore. He's a fucking weapon. That was a great draft pick. AJ Green was on the field for like a fair amount of plays. DeAndre Hopkins had an insane toe touch in the back of the end zone on a scrambling play where Kyler threw across his body. They're going to be fun to watch this year. They're going to be fucking deadly. Anything you have to say? I mean, there's not there's not a play I love more in football than a fucking well-executed sack, dude. There's there's nothing better. And Oh yeah, and, I love sacks. And seeing and seeing if that that performance reinvigorated that in me, because like the height of my like fandom thus far was when you know we had that insane D line and 
uh, with Jared, my boy Jared Allen, like, and the way he would pass rush off the edge, which was also happening at the same time as Demarcus Ware and shit, like that was like the life. And now we're getting like flashes of that again. Like, there's no way you're on that pace, but this is like video game levels of like. Who the fuck gets five sacks in a game and two of those are forced fumbles? Five sacks like, in the game, like, is insane. I, I remember when they Jared would get a three sack against game, him, and I'm like, I mean, it's just, it's just nuts. I mean, I, I, if you want to talk about getting like more money, I think you need to have him in the office, like, in his shoulder pads and shit. Still, like, he comes in full gear from the game and gets like a paycheck. Like, that's just, you know, like, get a Dude, bonus for a sack, five sack game. Acceptable. Two sacks is like a really good game. Three sacks is godly. Four sacks is like, okay, now you're potentially putting yourself in the position to win an award off of like, if you can parlay that performance at all. Five sacks is like, good luck anyone touching this dude if he keeps up any kind of like a pace. You are, he is separating from the pack within week one. Five sacks is damn near record worthy. Um, Sack me three times, fuck the peace signs. Exactly. Uh, 49ers Lions that one was wild you know I saw this score balloon and I was laughing internally about the Lions they actually had a bit of a comeback at the end uh Trey Lance had a touchdown I don't really have much to say about that I watched only really the end as they were trying to claw back they ended up not fail or not obviously not succeeding so they are you know at that point it's the second NFC North team that's gotten beat defeated in the first week and as we will see, none of the NFC North teams won. Steelers, um, Bills. No, let me just say that uh, while the Lions game was actually a blowout despite the scoreboard, um, what Lions team can you think of that would ever try to battle back in the fourth quarter that when they're down that far? Like that says everything. Whatever, however weird, however weird Dan Campbell is in interviews or whatever, like. There is a culture there that I, you know, ha- we have not seen in, in many, many years, and I, I think that's on display when a team is still working like that. I think Jared Goff's fired up and ready to go. I think everybody's there. That's a good point. They, they, they bought into the new beginnings thing. So uh, even though there are rival, there are rival. I'm um I'm rooting for them. There are rivals. There are rivals. There are All right, next we had Steelers Bills, and I'm not gonna lie, I didn't I didn't watch one fucking lick of that game. I'm watching so it right. Really I'm watching the re- I'm watching other the than the Steelers right beat the Bills. Yeah, I have it on NFL Network. Do you have right anything now. to say about it? I've had a blast watching it. I thought Najee would do more. I, I honestly like I had this premonition yeah. that he was just gonna be this bell cow this year, like Le'Veon was when he was like peaking for them. And I I, I don't know. And I and it's week one, so it could still happen, but. Um, I thought he would do more, but no, nah, man, I, I'm, I'm telling you, don't like, how can you sleep? Don't sleep on these Steelers. These Steelers could make a deep playoff run. We'll find out. Uh, Eagles Falcons. The only thing I know about this game is this meme. I keep seeing of Matt Ryan, just fucking laying dead and flat on the turf, just like absolutely <laughs> defeated. I have no clue what the Falcons are trying to do. It seems like they're just trying to parlay their veterans. Like, one more year, one more year, one more year. Almost like what the Bears are doing. They're like, all right, we're still in our window. And they are clearly not in their window. I still think they should have got Justin Fields, who is a Georgia guy. I mean, I don't really have anything else to say other than good on the Eagles, good on the Sirianis, good on Jalen Hurts. You know what I mean? Yeah, they winning look, they that look game. good. Move along then. Browns-Chiefs. That game was a fucking banger. Dumper. That, 
that saw and I was almost correct in predicting the Browns and they did a lot of the things I said they would. They Their running balling. game was fucking fantastic. It was maybe one of the best, if not the best, Baker performances I've seen since he's been in the league. He was on time. He was making jaw-dropping throws. That said, when you come out of the half and you have Pat make what I think is the play of the week, make a play where he rolls out and just fucking sidearm flings it to, I mean, almost like a back shoulder a little bit behind where Tyreek can stop on a dime, catch it, and just burn everyone. 75 yards. That's a, that's a play only Pat and Tyreek are making. And it's viable yeah. to happen at any point, at any time, any game. And that's what happened, and it turned the game on its head. So, you know, I mean, that's a huge testament to how the Browns are positioning themselves now. I'm so happy to see a good Browns team. I still root Ohio teams in the NFL. I think that they're positioned to do a, a lot this year. But like you thought going into it, the Chiefs are a crop. They're an absolute fucking yeah, unit out there. They're insane, but I, I didn't think – I you know I don't I don't sleep on the Browns anymore, but I didn't think they would um they would give them such a run. That was what a great game. That was like a fucking absolute treat. A lot of these matchups were like just so tasty. What a well curated week one. It was a great it was a great weekend. So the next game is the absolute shock of the weekend, which was the Packers getting eviscerated, getting dominated, um, dommed. You know they were the, su- the submissive ones. <laughs> they got the in this shit beat out of them, dude. It was brutal. The, dude, Jamie's looked like the number one pick in the draft, Heisman winner. He was chucking deep balls that were making Drew Brees joke about like maybe that's the element we were missing. They, dude, he beat their ass so fucking badly. Aaron was throwing pick after pick. Just, I love you know. Asking me and Luke what the best thing that could have happened after all that Aaron bullshit that we're very critical of. This was it. This is the best thing that could have happened for Mm -hmm. us. To see him do so poorly that they had to go to fucking love at the end of the game because the game was out of hand so badly. Best case scenario. He looked so defeated. People are speculating that he did it on purpose to try to bring down the team. Good. If that's the case, good. I don't care. Either I agree. way, Good. they got fucking dominated. I'm so happy to see it. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. The demeanor of of Rogers was uh, unlike unlike any. I mean, you know, it's, we'd seen. It's hard to believe that that was uh, the the reigning MVP out there. Um, again, I, the the disclaimer can be used for good and for bad over and over again. It is week one, but. The Saints were looking like, oh my god, like like that was one of the preseason games that was like amazing to watch because when Jameis was coming out and won the QB job, he was just throwing dimes, and I was really impressed. Somehow, like if you can throw five touchdowns and you don't even break two hundred yards, that's a, that's a real interesting stat line. But hey, what I do notice is uh, there, when there's five touchdowns, there's not five picks, and that's nice. Did you see Jamie's post game? He is such a fucking character. Did you see his post game interview talking about execution by chance? Did you I see did. that? Yeah, he's he's silly. Yeah, he's like, what did he say? Like it was like, uh, yeah, dude, he's like, yeah, you know, we just executed. And our team trainer, he had this quote about execution. What did he? What did he say? You know, he just said to execute. It's and you're so like, he said funny. something along it those lines. Funny. It was very funny to me. I really like Jamie's. I hope they continue this pace. Though the Saints are always like a threat in the NFC, so we always have to keep our eye on them. 
thank you for doing that to the Packers. I think that was a great opening game for the rest of the NFC North to see because we've been pretty upset with Aaron's, you know, fucking antics. And to see him just be an absolute pisser, moaner fuck the whole fucking time, just so yeah. angry, like everything is not his fault. I'm like, that, all right, man, me, I hope you continue that energy. Say, Keep that energy like, up. Yeah, that ar- the whole argument loses weight when you come out and put up a, a real stinky stinky stat line like we put up a bad game man and um yes the saints are good yes the saints are impeccably coached despite what people including myself may think about sean payton i mean that he's in he's a legendary coach at this point that's a good squad and uh good for them for getting a win because that's good for the city i mean like new orleans has been put through the ringer again and they need that it was like a home game in jacksonville or some shit but uh, yet, yet Rodgers and the Packers looked far more displaced. It was crazy. Yeah. And, I mean, the Saints tend to put on for their city after crises. I maybe should have factored that in a little bit more. But, dude, the last thing I thought would actually happen was what happened. That's why I picked the Packers. Couldn't be happier to be wrong on that one. Next one, we had Broncos. Giants, I didn't watch too much of it. Other than it seemed like a pretty methodical good game from Teddy. You know what I mean? They beat yeah. the, the Giants pretty handedly. That was probably the lesser game during that time slot, in my opinion. Daniel Jones is a fumbler. He's a fumbler. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of him. He's got what? fucking slick fingers out there. I, I mean, like, I'm starting to, like, I don't know. Like, you know, I'm an advocate for, like, the the era we grew up in of like you have a quarterback and you try to raise him and you try to stick by your man and this is your. You, you certainly know, are. Like, I am. But he's running out of reasons for me to like. He's starting to like. He's 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 kicking into Christian pond and ponder territory. I'm like, we gotta stop making excuses for this guy, right? All that is to it's all been that is something. to say. Yeah, all that is to say. I'm kind of like Daniel out of Jones. Reasons. It's been something. It's, you know, it, it's been real. It's been fun, but it ain't been real fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. So skedaddle. I mean, that team had that team had a weird tumultuous end to their training camp, which resulted in multiple veterans retiring. So we'll see how that bores or bears out in the future bores. dolphins pats bores dude i am very tired and i've been messing up my words a little bit but we were pushing through dolphins pats that one was a good game it had a lot of belichick in it it had mm-hmm. two alabama qbs alabama belichick disciple on the head coach of the other team you know uh Tua won the game in the end i thought mac had a very efficient game but in the Me end it, you know it was a fine it game it was just it a was close game it was just a fine game neck and neck interesting totally interesting game sweet storylines but like you know nothing that was like i don't remember any highlights that were overtly exciting i just remember it was like oh, big fumble game. at the end that xavier picked up i believe but, oh yeah that oh, was sick. some that was something sick. i want to highlight um back to the saints game i it, i'd be remiss not to mention that marshawn Lattimore played with a cast shut down Devonte adams and then got paid like immediately it was like 90 million dollars <laughs> but then didn't he get hurt like didn't he have like yeah, immediately he was also hurt. like but right I think but he now he has to have hurt. surgery got it but they right. paid him and then now they're like to have your surgery yeah got it yeah I understood I, I, if i'm not mistaken i saw him in a cast i think that was the injury and i think he got paid and had to have surgery afterwards Copy. you know that's you know it bears mentioning so Dolphins Pats game very solid, very much what I thought a lot of the other games would be, mm-hmm. but there was a lot more excitement. That one was just pretty routine and a good game by both QBs. I thought they played okay. I, Bears I like Rams. Tua. Oh yeah, few, how fun. Uh, few. Okay, so there's a lot to be said. 
Opening kickoff, Khalil Herbert takes it like 45, 50 yards. Awesome. Super excited for that. A rookie busting it up the right. Then the next play, uh, I, I want to say it was like a 40-yard rush by Montgomery. So we're already in the red zone within like 10 seconds of the game. And I'm like, uh-oh. Well, this is good. We're going to steal the momentum and steal a touchdown quickly. That's going to fucking help out. So we bring in <laughs> we bring in Fields on the very first drive to run a play. Bring him out in the very next play. Andy Dalton throws a tip pass that's intercepted in the back of the end zone. Now the Rams have the ball. Stafford throws it to fucking Van Jefferson immediately. Doesn't get touched by two safeties, including Eddie Jackson. Stands up, runs into the end zone for a touchdown. That's how quick the momentum changed. And it was done after that. We were fucking done. So now you have our dipshit fucking head coach who's like, all right, well, now that they have seven points, I have to literally go for it on every fourth down, no matter what, to try to get these points back. Because if I don't, we're going to lose. So that's what he proceeds to do. Same same part of the field, same fourth and medium, goes for it twice with Andy Dalton, knowing that all we can muster are like five-yard routes. We're not going any farther deep on the field because we cannot block that long. So Jalen Ramsey's feasting on us. He's literally not even backpedaling. He's just fucking attacking everything we're throwing at him. We're doing everything we can against Donald. Montgomery's having a fucking awesome game, and he gets, like, what, 10 carries or some shit? He got, like a ridiculously low amount of carries for having over a hundred yards on them. He did very well. He should have been the focal point, but you know, when you make that mistake early and when you go forward on fourth twice and they quickly, you know, take up a lead on you, you kind of have to play from behind. So I think a lot of that was Matt Nagy's fault, bad decision-making. However, we still scored going into halftime. If I'm not mistaken, it was like seven to 13, right? or something along those lines, because they they mustered only field goals later. Then after halftime, I had to, I just like, D had just came home or something had happened. D was gone for, my girlfriend was gone for a few days. So I was talking to her, or I might have, it might have been on the phone, and I missed it. And another fucking defensive missed assignment sees Cooper Cup wide open with like 20 Mm, yards in front of him and behind him. And like, I had to see that later after the fact. (laughs) But I'm like, dude, How are you doing so poorly? How is this such a highly paid defense? And I remember last year talking about how we had a top defense and you're like, really? And I'm like, yeah. And you're like, really? And we were really going downhill. And I was just holding on to the hope that they were still that really good unit from 18. This is a defense where no one's aggressive. People aren't tackling. People are missing assignments in the secondary and getting beat deep, which is the last thing you're supposed to do. People are not passing people off in the secondary. You have a game plan that's schemed to get after Khalil Mack. But even still, they do that to Aaron Donald. They do that to fucking TJ Watt. They definitely did it to Chandler Jones towards the end of the game. And what do they do? They make fucking plays. Khalil Mack had a half a tackle. And there's been so many games since his first half of the season when we got him in 18, where he's just basically not even been there. He's just like taking a long looping pass rush which obviously they're getting rid of the ball before then. I don't know what to say about Khalil Mack. We pay him so much money, he's not making plays. Robert Quinn screaming off the edge gets fucking juked out by Matt Stafford on like a rollout. Just put on his fucking heels and we're paying him like over $10 million a year. I don't know what to say about it. The worst part of it is I thought we did better than I thought we would. I thought offensively, I did not think we would get two scores. I'll tell you that much. 
I did not think David Montgomery would play that well, but I did expect terrible coaching and decision-making, which happened. I did expect them to put up points against our defense with Matt Stafford, because if they could do it with Jared Goff, they can for sure do it with him. And at the end of the day, I, I really do think that there is a shot to be competitive to the last minute if Justin Fields started. And Justin got a touchdown in one of his five snaps. He threw a pass as one pass he completed. He threw against Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, I was excited. What do you to want? Get like, what else do you yeah. want? I was excited to get to this. Like, because early in the game, he rolls out and I go, oh my, here we go. And he completes a pass like it's nothing. First pass, like ice cold, first NFL pass. And then later on, he comes in in this run package. It's like, it's so exciting and electric when he's on the field um, that I think. I think um, if you, I think it's gonna happen maybe sooner than later if if um, if every time he comes out, because I, I, dude, I didn't even expect him in a package. So if every time he comes out, he, he impresses like that in l- real live non preseason games, he might actually be the starter sooner than later, which will make me eat some shit because I also thought that they should hold it and let him just hang on a bit. But if he's already ready. I just don't want him to get hurt. I, but that's us about everybody. We can't we can't live that way anymore. We should make a pact because we're sitting here being like, if this quarterback gets hurt, and it, they usually Dude, don't. Dude, it's so hard. It's so hard, though. You know what I mean? I know. I know. And I love him, and I love Joe Burrow for the same reason. I know I know you give me so much shit. I say they Joe usually don't. Dak and Joe got absolutely wrecked last right, year. Right, but Fuck. like, these are guys that I've invested years of my life sure. being a fan of. Like Joe Burrow, I followed since he played at Athens High School. You know what I mean? For his Burrow's dad, a good who was the dude coach. and an amazing player. Like Justin no, Fields, I followed here. even I when he him. was a Penn. He was a Penn State commit as the number two quarterback in the country next to Lawrence out of Georgia. He was a Penn State commit, and I'd invested interest in following this transcendent athlete QB out of Georgia because he could be playing against Ohio State. You know what I mean? Goes to Georgia. I still am a fan of him. I watched his QB1 show. I thought he was humble, and I thought he was a little bit averse to doing media. He seemed kind of, like, anxious around the press, and that continued through college, and now he's kind of more um, confident in in himself. But, dude, the team knows how good he is, and we're going to, like, Nagy is going to lose the team if they don't go to him and we keep losing. That's just a fact. Because the thing is, Andy Dalton didn't really play that badly. I think props to Andy for what he did within the context of that game plan. That said, Justin Fields opens up so many more avenues to make plays, to get first downs, to push the ball down the field. And that kind of mitigates a lot of the deficiencies we have with the offensive line, with a guy that's able to move at an elite level and not only that, but throw on the run. So I don't need to like dwell on it too much. It's just that like, I thought we should have shit canned Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy because well, our fucking team is horribly built right now and Nagy's a real Nagy's a really bad coach. He just well, is. Bust bust this. Like the other option Busted is fan at the, the other option is like so Fields comes in, they're like he starts. He does good, but I mean feasibly how good could you be an 8-win team with Fields takes over anytime? Like just honestly, if, if we're just talking odds here. So if that happens, I think fucking Nagy probably gets fired either way, right? Good, good. Right? I don't care. Like, just if I'm playing that scenario, so then, so then, is it better? Is it better to have Fields 
at least get dirty this season, even though he's going to immediately have to learn a new system next year. Cause I mean, it's going to happen. I, 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 that's, this is, this is a great talking point. You know, like what can Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy do to extend or protect their job security? What can Justin Fields do? That's, you know, going to be productive for his future is coming in, going to potentially hurt him. Is it going to hurt his development? If he plays poorly, these are all great storylines, but at the end of the day, He's too talented to not be on the field the whole season. He will see the field. And I think no matter what, if we don't make playoffs, Nagy and Pace are gone. And that is going to be a, neg- a negative against Fields because he will have to learn a new offense. You- but at the, end of the, at the end of his career, it's going to benefit him to get a good offensive play caller in there. Do you think that if Fields gets the, the, the starting nod, that Dalton will just throw up his pretty little lunch? Yeah, probably. But I mean... <laughs> The thing is, Ryan Pace does this thing where he's like, I made a promise (laughs) to this player. You know what I mean? And it's like, oh, Andy Dalton, my life, I owe him. I don't understand it because actual good coaches make these heartless decisions. Like, dude, (laughs) Belichick literally cut a super, like, an MVP of the league (laughs) for Mac Jones. Cut him from the team. He didn't even want to deal with it. We're starting Mac. Talk to you never. Thanks for the salary Bye. cap space. And I think I think Cam was correct. He has an aura which cause which if he's not the starter, it's going to bring distraction. I think he's got a point. So we don't have to dwell on the Bears anymore. Next week we have the Bengals, and I think Wait. I said that in the group chat. I'm like Bengals Bears. That's when the real season starts. That's when we start uh, to measure this team. Who is the uh, Monday night again? I forget. I was. I, Fucking can't even remember. Who's playing again? Yeah, Who, that is the Ravens Raiders. That was last night. Or uh, sorry, that was a few nights oh, back. Oh, fucking Steve what Aoki. What a game, dude. Fucking Steve Aoki, like fucking like jamming up the Vegas stadium. I lived in Vegas at just right on the edge of the best time to be there because I was there. The first year when the Golden Knights did crazy shit, but I missed out on the actual Raiders games. I was only there when they built the stadium. So that game started off gross. I didn't like it. Actually went and got Dairy Queen in the middle of it. I was like, well, this is a slop fest. I mean, Derek Carr's fucking garbage. And the Ravens aren't doing very well. And the next thing you know, it becomes like potentially the game of the week with one of the craziest things to happen at the very end with that fucking... Field goal, penalty, go for a play. You're like, dude, it was fucking crazy. And then at the very end, Kari totally redeemed himself. Yep. Yep. It, it was it was nuts, dude. Like, yeah, you're off the bat. Like, when Derek Carr had that, when he was looking away and the, and the ball was snapped and shit, I was like, this is going to be a weird game. But there's a weird learning curve that came back. Like, you know, like, home field advantage – like with with teams getting used to having crowds back after a year off, like home field advantage almost didn't even seem like home field advantage. Everybody was thrown off by like noise again. Didn't it seem that way to you? It's kind of like the yeah. It was it was, and I, again I talk about this. I'm always conflicted with like COVID rates and stuff, but it was such a great addition to what we're used. To. You know, brings us back to what we're used to. And that Vegas crowd was fucking bumping. They want a team. Well, they got their team. They're trying to like. I mean like. They're they're trying to make this like what the Lakers games are and were like they, they want celebrities coming oh, yeah. in from L.A. and they did they want like I mean it's just like they have so much potential there to be like 
like this like a new add a new flavor to an already like storied like franchise and i'm i'm here for it you know what i mean like fucking i, I was noticing that early because like yes there are the connections to the lakers games but they were like heavy-handedly talking about it like out loud but not only that at the beginning of the game i'm like man this team this stadium this city there's like such a potential especially with the history of the raiders but this specific team at this point in time is so not great like such bad drafting decisions by Mayock, like Cleland Farrell was a healthy scratch, the number four pick in the draft a few years ago. And then they went out and they had a very crazy end, which was almost like Hollywood in itself. You know what I mean? But like, I don't know. I just don't think that this team is going to continue on with that, like Hollywood, like that Vegas image. Not, I think this was Aiden, like a no. one-off. It's not Hollywood. It's Vegas, baby. They get all odds at the last second. You know, they fucking, they I put it all it. on black. They put it all on black and silver and they fucking, they squeak out a win. Dude, I mean, like this, this could be fun. And Gruden is the, is the big time celebrity fun. coach. This is cool. I hope it's it, fun. It, that was a cool, that was a cool night. I was sitting here being like, what was the game? And I'm like, oh fuck, I had a great time. All right. Enjoy we're going to move on to this it. week's schedule and we're yeah, going to make our picks. We've, let's fly. We've been taking forever. Yeah, New York Giants, Washington football team tomorrow night. This Wait, this one's tough for me. Aiden, announce what our numbers are right now. At, at, like, what's what's the pick total? Oh, fuck, I'd have to pull it up. I'd, I have All a right, tally. Do, do it at the end. Do it at the end. Yeah. It's. I think you had 11, and I had, like, 7. Copy. Correct. All right, move along. But I'll man. have to tally that later because I, I got, like, a lot of things going on in my little situation right here. So we got Giants, <laughs> Washington football team. That's tough because Washington just lost their starting quarterback, though Heineke has experience in the playoffs. I'm still going to take Washington in this one. Um, just based off of the fact that I think that the New York Giants are dog water. That's it. That's my whole take. What do you What do you think? Uh, yeah, I, I have like something in my gut is telling me that maybe Saquon just shreds the fucking Washington football team's defense like lettuce. But... Uh, my my head is telling me that yeah Washington's gonna stunt on him and Daniel Jones is gonna get eaten by Chase Young. Uh, but I'm rooting for fucking Taylor Heineke. I'm glad to see him back under bad circumstances because we all love Fitzpatrick. But um, he showed out in his time in the spotlight last year, and it'd be great to see him do it again. I think he will. Prime time next. Game. Yeah, and I mean. <laughs> Neither team super good, but when it's the only game on, we're all hey, eyes. It's on a, it. But dude, a weeknight game, it doesn't have to be that good. It's a game. It doesn't have to be good. It's just a game, and we're very excited for we're it. We're living then, through our day for it. One and O for both sides. Las Vegas Raiders, Pittsburgh Steelers. A little bit of intrigue. It's looking mm -hmm. like it's at Steelers. In this one, I'm gonna go with the Steelers. For many of the reasons I just said, I thought that was a miracle finish. I thought Carr was insane towards the end of the game. But at the beginning, they were showing their stripes. I don't think that the Raiders are that good. And I think that they're terrible drafting. And the fact that Gruden's honestly not shown that he's a great play caller or coach so far since he's been back. Just saying. I'm going to go with the Steelers in this one. The Steelers are going to beat that ass. Uh, so we're No we're problem. On, yeah, we're both kind of on the same page so far. But um, I would love to see... Like, I want the, the Raiders to have a cool year, but I'm telling you, like, Pittsburgh, I mean, that's an amazing coach. I do worry about that. Like, I was watching the game earlier on uh, the replay on NFL Network, and it's like, 
their offensive line this year to last year, the only the only remaining piece is the right tackle, and everybody else is not, like a new starter, and it's like that's crazy. But I think Najee is going to heat up. I think Ben looks spry for his age, and I I think um, sleeping on Pittsburgh would be a mistake, and has been a mistake for pretty much the better part of like the history of the NFL. So I think you yeah, know what I mean, you're correct. <laughs> Damn, dude, I'm I'm looking forward. At these games, and it's, I think there's going to be a lot of overlap in our picks. We'll see. Um, I'll get I, crazy. I, I preface this by saying that I'm not wagering anything this week. We still have the jersey bet. Maybe in the future we'll do another weekly bet, but those we'll beat those me pretty will, badly on some silly ones. Those will now be lightning bets. The the main bet <laughs> the main bet is uh, the jersey bet. So next we have 49ers versus Eagles. In this one, I'm a little bit um, concerned about the 49ers giving up a lot of points at the end, but they have so much talent. I'm going to go 49ers in this one, even though the Eagles played a good game against the Falcons last week. I don't think the 49ers uh, know what they're doing right now. They did the same deal where they had Lance come in for, for packages and it's cool. It's exciting to see, but it really, it, it fuck. I, it's isn't college. Like I think it throws off consistency and throws off the flow and like, puts uh never been a fan of a two qb mm, system i i like it in college i really do uh if it works for you notre dame has has done it to perfection plenty of times but uh in the nfl i don't think so i think that the the eagles looked fucking dope i was watching uh today i think on espn and they said jalen hurts uh jersey sales went up 300 percent yes. this weekend like He's he like balled. the second best selling. He's got a he's got a a, a reigning Heisman winner as a uh, as his rookie weapon. He's got he caught a touchdown. He, I mean, he's got he's got a lot going on, and you know, I don't I, I don't know where I'm at on Sirianni. I don't know where I'm at, I, but I'd love to be. I'd love to. I'd love to be one over. And if it, if they play anything like they did Week One, I think that they'll beat the Niners. So I'm going with the Eagles. Nice. Next we have Texans Browns. Don't even need to talk about it. The Browns are going to win that game. That's just it. I agree. Um, I mean, good on good on Houston for winning against the Jags. And if what they was beat a, the Browns, battle of the Dregs. If they beat the Browns, yeah. I'll buy a fucking. I mean, I'm yeah. not going this far, but like, I want like a Tyrod, a Tyrod Taylor 10, jersey or something. Like, you know what I mean? Tyrod bobblehead. I will give them nothing but fucking props if they win that game. And Tyrod not. was playing very well. But they just there shouldn't be a shot in that one. The Browns have been money money balling it for years to get this fucking team, and this is their moment. The Browns uh, are game, without without hyperbole about as far away from the Jaguars as you can get in this league. Yeah, next game Broncos Jacksonville Jaguars. Speaking of, that's a it's a little tougher, but I'm not very high on the Jags after they got dog walked by Houston. So for that reason. And because I think Denver played solid last week and they, they did good things defensively like I thought they would, I'm going to go with the Broncos in that one. Um, and it's not looking great for Urban's very first few games as an NFL coach. No. I shared the meme of him, like, not handling pressure well. Falling down. Yeah. <laughs> <Or shouldn't>, not to, <laughs> he's had a tough down. go of it. <laughs> he has not responded well to loss physically, and that's, that's, that's nothing to laugh at. He's got legit conditions, but... Um, that was my coach up. for a long time. They better so buckle up. It's, it's going to be a tough year. I'm with you. I think the Broncos win uh, handily. Just because, like, Teddy in charge. Cool. Next game. I'm loving that. 
happy for him. For and then the next game Jenny we have boy. is the Saints versus the Panthers. Man, Saints for me first. First look, dude, that fucking uh, what was I? How would you describe it? The the Panther thing where it jumped off the top of the stadium and ripped up the Jags flag was fucking yeah. cool, and a lot of people like, talked it about was it. So crazy. What an interesting, like, I don't even know how they did that. It was like uh, a modern marvel. I think the Panthers I don't know how do good. they do that, film boy? I, I don't know. Fuck, I don't know shit. <laughs> I don't know shit about shit. I'm a writer at the end of the day. I don't know shit about fuck. I don't know shit about fuck. Saints, the, Panthers. Uh, I'm, oh, I'll just say, I think the Saints had the best performance of the week, and then a close second was the Cardinals. But, you know, that one might be a little bit closer, and that's weird. That one might even be a little bit closer than the uh, Packers game versus them. But I think I'm still going to take the Saints. I think Jamie's is coming into his own. I think Kamara is superb always, and their defense is fucking hungry, and they're a really good team. How is the Panthers secondary? Their secondary, they have J.C. Horn, uh, who I think is going to be an amazing QB one, or CB1 at some point. They have Dante Jackson and I think James Bradbury, so I think they have a solid corners. And I think Jeremy Chen, the Crimson Chen SIU guy, plays one safety. I'm not sure who their other starting safety is. This I think be, their secondary is solid. Let me divert from a you, good, and I'll take it. Let me take a fucking gamble. So maybe th- this is like, oh, that was a fluke. Last week was a fluke week. Bring it on, woman. And uh, Jameis has has <laughs> has troubles. You know what I mean? Uh, maybe Bring it um, on, woman. I think I'll try Carolina. I think I'll try McCaffrey. Look good, and Darnold look good. I mean, like it's it's the same. It, you know, they were talking about it uh, uh, all over. You know, sports media. It's like. When you put these quarterbacks with different coaches, they've responded well, so it'll be a, a, a sweet matchup. But I'm I'm gonna go Darnold, even though I actually my gut is telling me Saints. I want to divert a little and take a take a gamble pick. Fair enough, and I I get that, and I do think that their secondary will continue to ascend. So next game we have is the Rams versus the Colts. I think that's gonna be a banger of a matchup. Um, even though the Colts lost to the Seahawks last week, I think they're still a talented team. I'm still anxious to see what Wentz can do with this team, you know, which is, I think, a better team than he's had in a long time since the Super Bowl run. Rams played really good, but I think the Bears are a very dysfunctional team. This is going to be probably my first surprise pick. I'm going to take the Colts. Yeah. All right. I, I like it. Um, any any particular reason? Like you just you just feel like rolling the dice? You know, because I'm not saying it's a lock. I'm not saying part, it's a lock. It's partly that Colts are good. It's partly that I think the Colts are going to respond to that close, fairly close loss they had last week. I think they have a lot of talent. I think they can run the football, and I think they should have a better rushing attack than the Bears. And the Bears were able to run as well against that really good defense for the Rams. Also. I think the Rams came in just totally Hollywood, just totally Hollywood on our Bollywood Bears. And I don't know, man. Like, it's at Indy. They're traveling. Indy's going to show up at Lucas Oil. I think it was a little bit fluky just because of how we played. They were only up 13-7 to at the half when we spotted them field position with shit terrible fucking fourth down attempts. So, I mean, if you get in there with a fucking... I don't know, with a coach that has common sense like Reich, I think they're going to play a good game and not play a fucking stupid gambler game like Matt, like Matt Nagy did. 
So I think the Colts have a good shot. I don't think it was necessarily a fluke game, but I think a lot of things went in the Rams' favor last week. What say you? Well, here's what I think. Um, I don't think it's like a lock. I don't think it's like a lock that, um, like, I, I wouldn't be like, oh, well, it, it, it's so crazy to pick the Colts. I think you make a strong argument. But I think McVeigh and Stafford have a nice little bromance going. Uh, and, and if they get a chance to really let it start firing, like, Stafford's aching to just fucking let that cannon fire. So if that mixed with my strong firm belief that Carson Wentz isn't going to like the game Carson Wentz breaks out and succeeds isn't going to be against Jalen Ramsey. <laughs> like it's just not going to happen. So again, uh, I don't necessarily think it's going to be Wentz leading the way, but I get what you're saying. Well, and I, and I like Hines I think it's gonna in be the a backfield. Type game. I like Hines in the backfield and their, their rushing attack. And um, I'm not saying, Again, it's not it's not like a like a deadlock. It's not a no problem pick, but I'm going Rams. I think that they're gonna have put. I think the Rams no could put. Problem. I think the Rams could put a nice string together and honestly put up a fucking crazy record this year. Also, I just checked. I lost my last week matchup with the Mans and Bockers in the uh, Memorial League. Mostly due to the fact that fucking Trey Sermon was a uh, healthy scratch, which was very strange. But I would be high on him in the future because Raheem Moster is out for a long time. That's just a quick aside. So next, you have Rams. I have Colts in that one. Let me highlight that. I have a I have a word doc this time, so I'm not just jotting it down. I wrote everything out on a piece of paper last week, and the cat Classy. napped on it like four times. Yeah, yeah. So it. next we Google have Buffalo Bills shit, versus bro. the Miami Dolphins. Here's where things get a little bit hairy. This, so I don't know what you think I'm gonna pick, but the fact that the Bills lost that week or last week, and the Dolphins, I do think are a very solid roster. I'm actually gonna go Dolphins in this one, and what is a home game for them? I don't know. I guess I had much higher aspirations for the Bills, but having them not be able to be a Steelers team and then having this Dolphin team with, I don't know, a lot of good young pieces, Devontae Parker out there making catches, Tua. I don't know. I'm, I don't know why, but it's just screaming Dolphins for me. Let me say I love that pick. Let me say I have an affinity for the Dolphins and for Tua. I'm really like pro Tua. I think he's he doesn't get enough love. Um, I I do disagree. Like I'm gonna you have get to, no love. Yeah, I have to no disagree. Love, love. Um, no, I, love, I don't. I don't love. think it'll shake out that way. So I can't. I can't pick the Dolphins. But I I do love it, and I would love. I would. I would happily lose that. Uh, that that one just just for you to be right, because that'd be cool. But I don't think division it's game. If I'm not correct, if I'm because right, that's a because division dude, game, the Steelers, the Steelers, like the they're good. Like I'm telling you, the Steelers are fucking good. It's okay that the Bills came out the gate and and stumbled against the. Yeah, I don't think I don't think that makes the like that's not the the, the whole tale of the tape for the whole season. The Bills, I think the Bills are gonna to really really have some have a fun night tonight when they play. It's gonna be a I think it's gonna be a Bills victory. A fun night tonight. You will have a fun right. night tonight. So we got that one. I mean, I'm kind of being a contrarian a little bit so that we don't have similar picks, but I, I do think the Miami will that's win a, that game. That's a game. Next one, we have the Patriots versus the... 
I just have a feeling. So shut up about it. Next game, know, New England know. Patriots, New York Jets. I don't think that's going to be Zach Wilson's first win. I'm sorry, Zach. I do think Mac, Mac Jones, pleasantly surprising, very on time. I think Mac Jones and the New England Patriots win that matchup. Um, I also do. I'm going to go Patriots, but I do think if Zach Wilson were to get an early win, it, that he could probably sneak it past this Patriots team. Um, they're on, they're on the up, the up and up, but they're young too. So this next one, uh, I'm conflicted. I'm obviously going to pick the bears. I think if we even have a shot to win any of these opening slate games, it's obviously against the Bengals. However, I think the Vikings lost in what was like one of the worst performances I've seen to a team less talented than them. I think the Bears have shown some dysfunction themselves, but I just have a hard time believing that they don't win this game. I also had a hard time believing that they would beat the Vikings, so I'm very conflicted. I like Joe Burrow. I hope he comes out unscathed. I still think the Bears win this. Uh, Yeah, that's a tough one, man. Um, Because I don't think... I mean, again, I'm really not willing to give them much credit for that Vikings victory. I, I like the win over the Vikings. I should say, like, I think, I think if your team comes out and plays average, you should be able to put away the Bengals. I, I really do think that. Like, if your pass rush cooks at all, um, I, I think it's gonna be all right. So I'm, I'm actually gonna root for. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna root for them. Ugh. But I am gonna pick the Bears. Uh, I think the Bengals are going to get knocked off of fucking cloud nine from last week. I hope so. I'm very nervous though, because fuck man. I just, I have a heart. I have a bad feeling about this season for the bears. I think it's not going to end well. Falcons, Tampa Bay. <laughs> um, I'm going to go Tampa Bay in that Tampa one. Bay. I think the Falcons Let's, shit the bed so hard go. against it. Not Yeah. Like TB 12 locking it in for both. Does it warrant anything further? Like, I mean, yeah, no. they played a tight game with the Cowboys last week, but fuck. All right, here we go. This one's all you, and I'll let you pick first. Vikings, Cardinals. You already know what I'm picking. Uh, so uh, as we go through the year, like if 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 I start to really think the Vikings are gonna lose, um, there might be potential where I will pick against them, even though I'm rooting for my boys. Uh, and it sounds sacrilege, but if it I comes mean, I down picked to, against the Bears last week. Yeah, even though I sounds, rooted for them, it sounds sacrilege. But you know, we're all adults here, and there's a wager on the line, so this is this is business. Um, however, Let's bet on it. We should fucking bet on this. But however, uh, at, at this early in the season, I don't know enough. I mean, I, I guess I should know enough with those penalties, um, but I don't know enough about who these Vikings are to to count them out. Even though we're going up against a fucking great, a great, a great team. Oh my God. How do I pick the Vikings? It's so fucked up. Chandler <laughs> Jones had five sacks. Like, like Dude, JJ Watt oh, beasted. Oh God. Zayvon Collins was flying around the middle of the defense with Isaiah Simmons. They looked oh, really good. My Buda God. Baker Kyler, in the back end. Kyler has DeAndre Hopkins. That this is stupid. Oh, this DeAndre sucks. Hopkins. He has DeAndre Hopkins. He has AJ Green. He has Rondell Moore. He has Christian Kirk. He has fuck off. I don't know we'll who it tied in. 
But like, does it we'll even matter? We'll see if I learn a lesson. We'll see if I learn a lesson. I'm gonna I'm Vikings. I'm picking the Vikings, and we'll see if I learn a lesson. But okay, I obviously am choosing the Cardinals in this one. I think that's gonna bode well for me. Uh, so now in, that's that's a three o'clock game, and also around that same time, oh, Dallas Cowboys, this San Diego Chargers. So eyes are gonna be on you guys. So this the next sucks. game is gonna be the Dallas Cowboys, San Diego Chargers. Here's where no, things the get Los a little Angeles interesting. Chargers. I think this is a pretty L.A. Chargers. Oh shit. Why does it say San Diego? I just printed a PDF Are you reading us a like schedule from lineup. 2016? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Am I? No, I hope there's not. no way. That'd now so now you're making funny. me second guess it. You are so funny. You are so funny. Was... Shut the fuck up. It's a San Diego. Wait. Wait, let me compare. Are you reading fucking no. Marty McFly's no, Almanac from schedule. fucking 2015? <laughs> Yeah, it wouldn't have been the Bengals Bears, which I already knew, and it wouldn't have been the fucking Giants. No, these were all team, right. So you're right. Good call. Good Sorry, call. I was kind of kidding, but then but that you, made me. You that made that me was like, believe. yeah. I don't that know. I wanted to find one that I could do a copy and paste onto a Word document, and they must have just flubbed it and put San Diego. Oh, I was just reading. Fuck. Obviously, they're Hollywood as well. Yeah, I'm very lazy doing the uh, doing this portion of the podcast while you just. Failed to cut and paste and uh, put the Move podcast, along, podcast out there for the world. Long episode um, right now. <laughs> Cowboys, Cowboys, Chargers. That one's going to be interesting. You know, I think the Cowboys are playing well. I think Dak puts up points. I'm really leaning Chargers on this one. I think they're a very ascending team. Yeah, I'm just going to say it. I'm going Chargers with this one. I, I think Even there's a world. Even though I think this could go either way. Mm-hmm. I think there's a world where the Chargers and Herbert humble the Cowboys, but um, the Cowboys took uh, the goat to the to the fucking ropes, man. I'm I'm gonna go Cowboys. It's a good pick. I really goat think roper go either way. Pig and then the night game, dude. Is this one shouldn't be an issue, but maybe it is. The primetime matchup, NFC North, Detroit Lions, Green Bay Packers. Somebody in our division is going to get a Snoozer, fucking win Snoozeville. Snoozeville. Snoozy. They flex the fucking Vikings-Cardinals game. Now that sounds good. Yeah, let's watch some fucking stars. I'm going to go Packers, and I again hope that I am pleasantly surprised by them getting absolutely fucking destroyed. But man... This one shouldn't even be up for debate, but yet it has to be based off of that performance last week. It's, I know, but it's Packers. They're, they're, the grass is green, water's wet, and Rodgers stunts on the, on the Lions twice a year. It's just, it's not feasible. But if Dan Campbell's Lions battled back last week, and we talk about the culture, for like you know, we were saying earlier, if they can give the, the, the fucking the Packers a game, that could, I mean, Dude, that could really start to change the narrative of what this what, division is again. Or Luke, that's the Monday game. What the fuck is this website? I'm like, that doesn't sound right. That's so stupid. That's the Monday game, Luke. That's oh, the that's, Monday primetime. Well, I knew it, it was. Sunday. I knew it was a primetime. I didn't know which one. Well, that Guys, that's this lame. is not my fault. I don't know why that website was so fucking janky, and that is my fault. I I literally left my lecture at 9 p.m found this schedule quickly so i i did what i could that is the monday night game the sunday actual primetime game monday night the sunday night game is Chiefs oh my Rams. goodness i have announced the wrong game i'm so sorry <laughs> wait That's who the is monday it? game it is the chiefs versus the ravens 
Oh, that's way better. That's a good game. For Sunday night. Oh, that's, that's actually a good game. Yeah, I like that yeah. a lot more. Oh, okay. Um, Chiefs. Yeah, also Chiefs. But, um, yeah, that that's at least, like, anytime you get to watch Lamar play, that's a – I mean, Lamar and – fuck. oh, Lamar and Patrick in the same game. Oh, I don't know. Lamar Daddy. tends to not do great against Pat, just saying. I know, but, but he exciting. he was fucking shaking and baking out there. He looked good. I'm uh, what a fun matchup. Yeah, but I think T I was think like he, he can't throw, and then like three drives later, he's throwing fucking darts. Yeah, so we have a couple games that we chose different, so that's gonna affect our. Totals. What if what if Le'Veon? What if Le'Veon is he is he? What if he's activated or is he active? That'd be sweet. Not sure. Um, I know Latavius Murray came in and got a touchdown. Fuck yeah. Who knows? You know, we start off tomorrow night with a with an interdivision matchup with a couple of average fucking Joes. Yeah, average Joes no, Yeah. I'm excited for another week. I'm going to quickly reference that college football had another good weekend. Ohio State was the upset of the week. Oregon beat us in what was a very, very terrible and telling defensive performance yeah. to the point where we're at like crossroads. Like we're probably going to can our D coordinator like we should. So both of my teams have a certain level of dysfunction that are that is upsetting me, but could not be happier to be able to view it all. You know, even though our teams lost this weekend, almost your college team as well, we still got to see a lot of good games, a lot of crazy finishes, with good football, dude. Like overwhelmed. Yeah, there's, with good it's football. a lot. It's like, and I think I, mean, I don't know if I've ever used this reference on the show, but it's one of my faves, and I'll use it all the time. It's like it's at the fucking hubilation festival when that when they're fucking stuffing the grinch full of all the all the puddings and stuff <laughs> that's that's me every sunday during regular season i'm like whoa, whoa. and there's like pinch my nose and open it up for fucking it's thursday night fucking washington new york giants ew i don't it, want it but, dude, I'll, but game, I'll swallow it there's a game before you know it you know what i mean it, there's always a it's game so around good the real game i told professional Luke games Pardon, I told you the other day, I'm like, you better start getting ready for the fact that Monday, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, and maybe even a couple other days, if COVID gets in the way, football days. So That's four I, out of seven. Taylor Taylor plays ball, but I, if I ever presented her, presented it to her like that, it would it, I wouldn't go over nearly as well. I'd, you have to be like, oh, that's yeah, I don't know who that, that's just on. Like, when it's Viking, she knows it's sacred, and she's into it, and she likes watching it. But then, like, every other game, I'm just like pouring over it i'm just, just like who's who's this and i'm have like my phone up and i'm like well my oh yeah i just saw it on here and it's like my phone's like one <laughs> of the fucking 330 games and then the tv's up and then i'm also fucking playing madden no not too bad but it, it's <sighs> it's it's infectious and i and and you know it, dude it comes i'm all about making a big meal yeah and that's more of a political approach by you and, and well done i mean saturdays and sundays i'm like cook a big meal or go get dinner or like lunch somewhere, get my coffee rocking, any extracurriculars I'm feeling, and then locking in with my tablet, my phone, and my television and watching as much football as I can. And what I do is I hone in on my favorite games and then I try to scour the other ones for a good game. Because you always want to have the one you care about and then another good one that's coming down to the wire. If there's have, multiples to choose from. I have trouble Which getting... we saw a lot of that this week. I have trouble getting excited about too many college games. I still, I, I still do. The only time, like, you're a until, little bit less of a college head than me, though. Until well, I love Notre Dame, and like, I, and it's and if a Big Ten game's on, I'll check it out. Um, 
but like you don't know shit about college football when it that's probably part <laughs> I'm of just it. kidding no that's I'm probably part of it i'm like i legit i said to you last week kidding but it's true i was like i don't know who these i don't know who these kids are like i, I know who these pros are i was like but yeah like it uh um, i dedicate a huge swath of my time to college football podcasts notably ohio state but within that i watch damn near every big 10 game i can get my eyes on because right. i really really like watching the big 10 so whatever we're on a bit of a delay but i think we made it through you know yeah hopefully next week i'll get a little bit more sleepies and we can fucking you know do a a morning one hey we don't make any money we pay to do this podcast and we we busted our ass to make sure we got it out on time before the game like don't apologize for nothing i hope you enjoyed the show some of us some of us pay for this i get it yeah you kind of i don't know if i paid you in a while we love you all. Um, you know, send your wishes to Luke to buy WarioWare so we can have a great co-op experience with his lovely wife. Nice bookend. I like that. Good work. It's yeah. hard, man. I'm still enjoying Madden, and they just dropped uh, NBA 2K22 on me. So it's like, uh, but um, yeah, it's a good time. Good time for sports and sports games. But I, Dude, I haven't bought a Switch it, title in a while. It. Hug it, chug it, football for. NFL Mayo. I've been Aiden. I'm Luke. And we'll see you next Sunday. I thought that he did, I thought he was going to do the tagline. NFL Mayo.